Is it working? Yeah, it's working. So you know how um, last time I said I wanted to try having like a, what do they call it? An intro or what is it called? Uh, an a well, thing that you say. They're just intros at the so, beginning of an episode. Yeah. So intro. So I don't. So this is the part where I guess I would put some sort of elevator type music and say something like, "Is it playing right now?" The elevator. Music? Yeah, I think okay. it's gonna play right now. And it's like, "Welcome to Shut Up, Nobody Cares," a podcast about. What'd you come up with? Well, I was thinking, you know what I wrote on our website? It's like, you tripped on a sidewalk crack. Say, say shut up, nobody cares. Oh, shut up, nobody cares. <laughs> you butchered your presentation? Shut up, nobody cares. Yeah, see? Oh, something like that. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. And it's like, this is a show where me and Paula are navigating our 20s and realizing that nobody knows best but yourself. And the music comes in? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> That works. Okay, we'll work on that for next episode. Enjoy episode 10. Okay, so for this episode, you might hear a little bit of popping or some sound beneath our voices. We apologize. We're working on it. Well, we're not working on it. You won't hear it again. We figured out why. So we just wanted to say, ignore it. It's fine. And enjoy the episode. Okay, now now we're rolling. No more technical difficulties. Oh, okay. is that your Apple Watch? Yeah, I Can I see? On, I was putting on Dana Disturb. Oh my gosh, so Paula's living the dream. Her <laughs> company just gave her an Apple Watch for Christmas. Um, this is really funny walking around with I it. I want to see. I've never seen one before. I would never. <laughs> I feel like such a country, my... like, foreigner that's never seen anything before. That's so cool. Can you switch the bands, too? Yeah, they have a lot of bands. <gasps> They're probably pricey because, you know, no Apple, everything's expensive, but... They come with different... You can get oh, different bands. you have to, uh, like, enter your passcode? No, it's because it's not on my wrist. Like, once I put on my wrist... Can you I enter can... your passcode so that I can see what's happening in there? Can you send text on it? Yeah. Like, you don't, you wouldn't want to write anything like a, a novel, but... Guys, I, could be, I like... literally live under a rock. Like, I've never touched an, <laughs> an Apple Watch, and it keeps, it keeps asking for the passcode. One I don't know what... I don't know what... What are you trying to do? I'm trying to, like, what... See stuff. Like, does, can I swipe oh, between Yeah, things? you can swipe between things. Like how? Oh, like There's up? that. There's, you can swipe this way. Whoa, is that text? Those are my text messages. <gasps> you can literally see everything. Yeah. And oh I my God, can I message myself? Did you message yourself? You can go like <laughs> Scribble, which is what I use because... Oh, like uh, Android. Um, or you can use like... How do you enter? Oh, send. Or you can like um, speak to it and it'll just like dictate what you're saying. I don't really use that a lot because that just feels like. Uh, this can you talk on the phone on this? Yeah, you can. Yeah, I have not tried. People don't call me, so I've never tried that yet. But it's pretty cool. I like That's it. That's so cool. That's amazing. Like I, I feel like, <laughs> like uh, Sorry. there's like this expression in um Lao that means fun knock, which just literally means like country person but that means like you literally you're acting like you're brand new like you don't know Uh, anything i love (laughs) that's how i feel i love how other languages have words that mean like full concepts yeah right really cool literally that one word means like a entire 
You're brand new? Person. Yeah, like entire way of being. Like you're just, it means country person, but it also means like it's an insult. It's like, wow, you've never uh, seen that before? Like, do you live what under is a it? rock? Banak? Banak? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, even. It's hard to say. I wish it was something I could say it's easier because I would say it all the time. <laughs> like, if you're from Laos and you were just, you just happen to be from the countryside and someone's like, oh, where are you from? You can just, you can say, oh, um, I'm from like Ben Nock. Like I'm from the outside. Like oh. I'm from the country. But it also can be insulting because people can be like, "Wow, you're brand new. Like you, you've never seen that before." Oh. Like, are you from the country? You can use or it that way too. Yeah. Interesting. So that's what I feel like. That's how my mom describes me. Why? Cause she's like, "Why are you wearing that? You look like you're that that word. Like it's an insult for her to say that yeah. to me." <laughs> Your mom's sassy though. I know. She made me take her to the mall today because she's like, I want to go see, look at the LV store. And I was like, we don't which have mall? LV money. Yeah, Yorkdale. Oh, I was like, which mall did you go to? You didn't go to one down the street, that's for sure. Yeah, we went to Yorkdale, which is like a... Well, I grew up going to Yorkdale when it wasn't like popping like that. It was so, always a bougier mall, though. When I went, like it was like Hudson's Bay. Like That's it. That's all they had. And like regular stores. It's I, always been a it's always been a bougie er mall. Yeah. Than the than than the smaller malls, but it's yeah basically, it's just I don't know how to explain it. It's well, just a, let's just say there's like Versace there and like Tiffany and Co and like all the big the big cheesecake big fast fans. factories there. Yeah, just open. Just open. The lines are like actually hours long. If you want to go, I you learned, literally have to take off work to go during the day. I learned that see the see how like on like blog tiers have been have been like showing posts of the line. Yeah. I learned that. After that line, you go to the, that just gets you to the front, and then you have to tell, then you have to give them your name. Then you have to wait in line. You need to wait again. That line is just to tell them that you're waiting. Oh no! That's what someone told me. I might be wrong. That's what someone told me that line. The line doesn't guarantee anything. You have to yeah, still go. Yeah, and how many people, like how many seats you need and stuff. They need to know all the information, and then you might get a chance to go that day. Oh no! Because like, imagine how long you've been waiting. Like, how, yeah. Like, I wonder if they do reservations right now. Probably not. Probably not. But I've been told that Cheesecake Factory isn't worth it. Everyone keeps saying, "Don't bother." I just go in the states while I'm in the states. I guess I haven't gone yet, but I don't know who told me. I think Erica told me this that there's like a hundred and fifty or or two hundred different flavors of cheesecake. I only need one flavor or two. I don't need like. I don't think it's worth the line. A hundred plus. And is it isn't it just like regular like your like is it like European American type? You're like saying white pasta? people food? Yeah, it's white people food. Yeah. Okay, like I'm good. It might be good. I'm not saying it's my might be wrong, but yeah, it's white people food. I'm pretty sure. Plus cheesecake. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, two hundred flavors worth of cheesecake. Okay, guess what? Well, you already know. I already know. I, how do you know that what I was gonna say? Because we've been, we already talked about this. What did I say? What was I gonna say? We talked about what we, what we wanted to do for our tenth episode. Oh, I was yeah, I was about to be like, guess what episode we're on. <laughs> but it's you already now. Know my mind. <laughs> um, okay, wait. I have like two different. I have like a lot of conversation prompting things we could talk about. Okay. So one is the questions. Question. Oh yeah, let's Those do Those questions, and then another one is like 2017 questions. So, or we could also do do questions about like, like I ask you questions about yourself and you ask you not like. But like, what do I? What like what? I think that people want to know, or things that I don't already know. I feel like 
the questions I'll ask you, I still probably don't know about really? you. Really? Yeah. I can do my, okay, I wait, can do my five. What's the shameless Maya thing? Let's do both things. Want to do both? Okay, uh, let's just fill them in. What are we doing? Okay, so there's only, there's one, two, three, four, five. There's five. Okay. Of the shameless Maya thing. So for episode 10, Paul thought it would be a great idea for you guys to get a like to get to know us further just because like we always talk about we talk about ourselves but we generally talk about like worldly things as well if that makes sense so they're not like too like what's your like i'm not sure what shameless maya's questions are but yeah but it's not too in depth about like who we are we are as as people yeah so these are just some some questions just like i thought they were really good and like got me thinking and i i knew about this video for like a long time she did the video with these questions and i was like what kind of video was it like what it was one of her slumber party videos so she has people come in and then she's like a full setup and they Mm -hmm. sit in the bed and they just like talk about shit she hasn't done it a long time but when she does do it they're really good conversations anyway so the first one is We're, we're both answering we're both answering okay um a life where everyone everyone knew your work and no one knew knew who you were knew yeah no one knows you mm-hmm. or everyone knows you and no one knows your work that's crazy because i always <laughs> tell people like recently even i told you that i wish that i could be famous without people knowing who i was oh 1000 percent. that's all so I i'd know. rather people know my work and not know me like i'd i'd love to be under the radar while like my work is like everywhere yeah, especially if your work is, like, something that's, like, really changing the game. It's, like, if my work's making an impact, okay. Yeah, and especially since people don't know you're the one who did it, you can hear, like, genuine opinions on it without mm-hmm. people being, like, oh, I don't want to hurt their feelings. Like, they're the ones who made this. Or, like, you just get to hear genuine reactions, and that's what I would like about it, too. I just like the idea of, like just like moving in silence mm-hmm. like you know people that you know like people like when you're because you're really interested in a video where i know like certain writers that are just like killing it but like they're not on the big scale but like they're actually like accomplishing so much yeah so like i'd rather just like be like a ninja like that and it kind of makes you look humble because yeah. like you're not like popping your face isn't popping up everywhere but like you're still like busting your ass yeah i like that question next one be given a million dollars or get a million authentic authentic active followers online sorry get a million be given a million dollars one million dollars yes or have one million authentic active followers online um i would have a million active followers online just because for every person that gives you a dollar you'd get a million dollars so say if i'm selling merch and my merch is five dollars i'd already have what five million dollars yeah you'd make way more money yeah back. it wouldn't be worth it so especially if they're active and authentic if they're, and they're all buying real stuff. yeah yeah the, like i don't even need all million to buy my stuff i need if i had a twenty dollar hat with my name on it and and like half of those people bought it, it i would still make over a million dollars so th- this is just a random random segue so people that you that we know on Instagram that we come across to have like three, four million followers. Mm-hmm. I know at least a percentage of them are like bots or whatever. Yeah. But they realistically, they would potentially have one to two million real people. So do you th- like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, this isn't that crazy of a question because a million followers is like nothing nowadays. Yeah. Not that I have, I'm just saying. Erica brought a really great point up in LA. She was like, you can tell because their engagement is not as big as their following. So you yeah, can tell yeah, like you most can of tell those followers aren't real. 
and when yeah but i'm always amazed when i see people who are in like the like the millions because yeah. people don't fake in the millions people people buy or whatever and they have fake like thousands yeah but millions millions people don't, people don't really fake that so i'm always just like amazed that they have that many people following them like they must be making but then again well, this is also what I want to segue into later, but like the whole thing where like you think that people are like loaded because they have all these followers, yeah, and because their Instagram's popping, but the, but a lot of people are struggling and you don't even know about it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to like bring myself down and start to remind myself that too, because like you think that like their life is perfect because they have all these followers, yeah, but realistically, a lot of them, if they're not business savvy, they're probably broke. I know, and a lot of people aren't business savvy. Yeah, so their followers are just waste. Next question. Love who you work with, even though their work was only mediocre, or love the work your teammates, love the work of your teammates who you only have a mediocre relationship with. This Mm, one's weird. That's a tough one for me because I think I would feel um, empty if I only had a mediocre relationship with my team. Does that make sense? Because, like, when I worked at the at the tech startup recently like nobody there seemed close and the work they were doing was like good but it was just it just felt empty yeah i would feel like i would feel like i'm not doing my job right if i'm not like connecting with my teammates yeah like i would feel like i'm only doing half the job Mm kind of thing so i think maybe i'd rather have mediocre like a team that did mediocre work but we had like the best connection. It's funny. Because to me, I don't think I would think it's mediocre. Do you know exactly, what I mean? Exactly. That's the thing. It's like if we all were so were like each other's cheerleaders and we all loved what we did, I feel like in our minds We're winning. We would be we'd be proud of it anyways. Yeah. Even if it's even if it's mediocre, we'd be proud of it. So You know how like a parent is will always love their um, kids' work even if it looks like bad? Yeah. Most I parents. think I think I think that would be my attitude. I'd be like, Whoa, that's still good. Like that's so good, even though, like, everybody else, like, that's not a part of the team I think it's bad. I think I would have, like, this weird tunnel vision, like, oh, like, I think that's really good. Yeah. But also, like, if we have a great relationship, I can tell them that. Like, oh, maybe you should fix this. Yeah. Or whatever. That or would they also could be tell something me. that you would go through, too. Just yeah. telling them, like, you could do better. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, I think mediocre work, but good teammates. Um, have the man of your dreams. Okay. Or the job of your dreams. Obviously job. I'd pick yeah, job. Yeah, job. Because my mom always told me that if you're doing what you love, everything falls into place afterwards. Yeah, so, which I believe in. So when you get your good job, the man will be there. Also, what <laughs> is the man of my... Like, what is that? Yeah, I'm, well, I don't yours dream is Chris, of a specific... Yours is Chris Evans. Oh, but. yeah. Chris <laughs> Evans all around, like, a... Like he's a man of his dreams. Like yeah. if there is a man of Annie's dreams, it's Chris. Um, first of all, he's such a gentleman. He brought his mom with him to like award shows. Did you stuff. see he's back with Jenny with Jenny Slate? See, Apparently. impeccable taste in women. Like she's funny. She's great. She's, she's like yeah, I love her. She's not like your typical like Hollywood star. I love that. Oh my God, Chris Evans. <laughs> he's all man, guys. He is. <laughs> Oh man! You guys think she's joking, but she's very serious. I'm so serious. That's like okay. I can't, I'll stop now. Okay, last I'll one. Explode. This is the last one. Start from the bottom, or live a life where everything was handed to you from the top. You know what? If I was ignorant, 
I would want to get handed everything. You know why? Because I didn't. I wouldn't know. I'm ignorant. But like, I wouldn't know the alternative. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would never know what so it's. So like. I would just live my happy ass life with all my money and all my stuff. But if you're saying like, if I had to choose right now, knowing what I know, then no, I can't. That's a really hard one for me because I swear, I <laughs> honestly like. This is also what I want to talk about later, but like, I'm really trying to like trust like where I'm at not trust where I'm at but trust the journey that I'm on and like accept where I'm at and not be mad about it or like put myself down yeah but there are days where I'm like fuck like if I was just born rich I know I think about it all the time like if my family just had money oh my gosh if I just had just enough money to not have any school debt or just enough money to like already be moved out like just like I don't need to be queen of England I I know I just need nothing holding me back like debt. That's exactly it. I just mm-hmm. don't, I just wish nothing was holding me back or nothing was giving me that added stress. Yeah. That's the only, that's the only thing. Like, literally, I don't need every single thing handed to me. Like, mm-hmm. I'll still... I would have still worked or whatever, but I just wish that there was just that coin that was in my family from way back in the day. Yeah. Um, I don't know who was telling me this. I think I was talking to Arlen about this on Monday. He was like, literally... If you saved $25 a week from grade eight, you would have been able to, like, pay for school. But, like, nobody teaches you that. Like, even your own parents weren't taught that, so they didn't know what to tell you, right? So, like... It's also... Yeah, like, you guys, like, mans knew I was going to school, (laughs) and no one told me. Like, I was working from when I was 14 years old, and no one gave me a heads up. Like, hey... Like, hey, you're gonna go... You're gonna go to university... (laughs) You're gonna do something you might need some money for yeah like future. even if you don't go to university you're gonna have to pay start paying for things like shit man and nobody said anything that was like significant enough for me to remember like for financial stuff yeah not at all i was spending all my money at fucking blue notes <laughs> like actually so and annoying i asked my mom about it actually and she was like i told your dad that we should start saving like when you were born but he was like nah like what if they don't even go I feel like you'll still need the you still need the money. I know. I was like, are you kidding me? That screwed me. No matter what you do, I don't and know. And it angers me so much because I know people who like totally take that for granted. Like their schooling was paid for, and they're just you don't. I'm like you don't understand how free you are. Like oh, you're yeah. free. People don't. Yeah, there's people I know who like just don't who don't get it or who don't understand that like. Like, like I was talking to someone recently and I was saying that like, like, yeah, like I'm paying it off. Like I'm making the payments that I have to make, Mm -hmm. but like I have other shit to pay for right now and it's not really a priority. And then they were just kind of saying like, oh, like why isn't it a priority? Like you should be paying off as soon as possible. And I'm like, no, you're not. I'm like, but like, you're not understanding how much money this is. Like you're not, you're not getting how much money I bring into my life. Like you're like, and this is a person that had their school paid for. So I'm like... It's like, yeah, but you're not, I was like, you're not getting it. You're not getting, like, I understand I need to pay it off, but you're not understanding that, like. Also, like, what, God forbid this happens. What if you die tomorrow? You would have paid off this debt, and then what? You could have used that money for other things. Like, you're supposed to spread yourself out. You're not supposed to pay, like, good for you if you have the money to pay it all at once. But, like, you don't have to do that. I know a guy who, like, didn't pay it until, like, the very 
like the very late of his 20s because he was like yeah, what's the point exactly I'll just I'll do it when I'm ready it's just everyone teach their own everyone do it whenever you're ready but it was just frustrating talking to someone who just like already had it paid off and they were just like oh like you should just do it ASAP I'm like okay like, like money you, doesn't you, flow on a tree like right? I can't just pay it off right as I like stress every single day um I was literally waiting for a check today from a writing my last writing job and I was just like Checking the mail every single day. So Did it finally come? It came today. I'm very happy. <laughs> um, but yeah, those are all those questions. I like those questions. They're pretty good. I like them. Maybe, maybe we should um, try doing this every so often. Like, just think of questions to, to yeah. get our minds going. <laughs> yeah. That's really cool. She does, she does it every so often. Like They're not always like that. Okay. Sometimes they're just about topics and they just talk in general. Oh, But that cool. one was like those questions. I like those and questions. And I, like I, I put this on a notepad on my laptop and I've had it there for like all 2017. Like it's oh like here. God. I just left them there. The other day I was like, oh, we should do those questions. And I went on my notepad and I'm like, oh, I actually never erase them. Yeah, because these are things that we actually think about all the time. Yeah. All the time. So do you want to do... Yeah. Well, I'll do my my five questions, and then you have five questions prepared already. Well, I already I already got this. I this is inspired from another podcast I listened to. Okay. So I guess I'll try to think of things now. So we can do that. As you're do, like asking me, are we gonna make our next episode tw- like our 2017? Because I have like I look kind of <gasps> oh, like oh wow I 20- keep forgetting that it's the new year soon. I know, right? Well, we can do it <laughs> next week actually, because that's I guess closer to 2018. Yeah. Um, that's also inspired by another podcast. But anyways. So, these two girls, they just interview each other, mm-hmm. like, back, like, five and then five, mm-hmm. and then they just just talk about themselves. So, their first question, I'm not going to copy all of them, but this is their first question. <laughs> How do you think uh, growing up where you did, like, shape who you are? Oh, this is a good one, too, because I, this is weird, because I've been thinking about all these things already. Um, growing up where I did, well, I guess I'll consider Brampton where I grew, I grew up, because I moved here in grade three. Yeah. So like, I don't really, I don't really think I shaped, I was shaped that much from kindergarten to grade three. But I was born in Toronto. Um, when I came to Brampton, this was the first time I saw different cultures. Is that weird? Not like different cultures, but like at my old school, there were like Asian, white, Spanish. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much it. And it was French immersion. Um, when I came to Brampton, this is the first time I saw like South Asian people. I thought they were, like, Spanish or something, but they were, like, no, like, we're Indian, we're from Asia. I'm, like, whoa, like, I never, I never knew that. Because yeah. there, there were no other kind of Asians at my school, like, other than, like, Chinese or Taiwanese. Like, I didn't even know South Asia yet. Oh, okay. Um, and I think moving at a young age really teaches you, like, I guess, like, nothing is forever. Like, nothing is permanent because I thought I thought my life was over like in grade three I was like I don't want to be here I, I don't know anybody so it was that was like a learning moment for me like just to adapt and ever since then I think like I just learned how to make the best of every situation and I made friends obviously I guess this is this is how, how it is for everybody who moves when they're young but um in grade five my teachers, Mr. Eklin and Mr. McDonald, I was in a huge, like, joint class with, like, 50 or 60 kids, and we were in a class called The Forum, which was basically, like, this weird hallway that was, like, in the middle of the school, but it was, like, 
it had walls, so it, it they made it into a classroom, and there was a stage, and um, on the other side of the stage, there was a gym. So I think my teachers were like aspiring filmmakers like they loved films and they loved um writing and filming and they made us watch movies once a week every thursday we had movie night that's where i was introduced to star wars we watched every star wars movie up until revenge of the sith because it was coming up that year um we watched like i watched every single bollywood film in that in that class i watched like every classic film you can think of because they just loved it and they wanted us to learn, I guess. And we also made a film that we um, helped write and helped cast. We cast the class, obviously, the yeah, entire yeah. grade five. Between you guys. Um, the entire grade five class was a part of it, every single class. Um, so we casted, we wrote, and we shot, and they edited it, and we got to watch it um, in the movie theater. So, That's really cool. Yeah, so I think that period in my life like planted the seed for for what I wanted to do in the future because in high school I wanted to make movies like that's what I wanted to do I knew I wanted to like do something like that like something like being a director or writing um, I don't think if I was in Toronto I wouldn't have like even thought about it because these two specific teachers were the ones who like planted the seed in my mind mm -hmm. so I think I guess that affected me my entire life the school you went to yeah <clears throat> um okay next question uh what do you like what do you think that like you're best at what am I best at yeah like it doesn't have to a be skill or it doesn't have to be a skill it could literally be something that's part of your character, but it could... Or Can it be something like other people have told me about myself? As long as you believe it. <laughs> I believe it because I have heard it so much, but people tell me that I'm good at keeping in touch with other people. So, like, I would have friends from, like, every aspect of my life still and people are like wow I don't even talk to like people from university anymore like how yeah. do you talk to people from like when you were five type of thing but you have some friends like that too right you have Abby but well yeah but I, but I, I wouldn't say that's something I'm good at though. that's like an exception like Abby all the friends I still talk to yeah they're all exceptions like there are a lot of people in my head I can name like 10 people that I probably talked to two years ago yeah <laughs> no people tell me that I'm good at keeping in touch um okay what are you bad at? Oh, so many things. <laughs> um, maybe that's one of the things that I'm bad at. Lack of confidence in, I guess, myself. I don't know if it's like, it's not really like myself as a person. It's more like I'm just hard on myself more than other people. So like, like my work, for example. Even if people tell me it's good, I'm not gonna believe them until I feel like it's good. Whatever that means to me. Maybe I, I set my standards too high for myself. Yeah. But I would never do that to someone else. That's the weird part, so, yeah. Um, 
I was gonna say again. I hate this question, but I'll ask you. I hate people asking me this question. Okay. Um, where do you see yourself in five years? Oh my god! I like every job question. interview, it's like not here. <laughs> I see I myself know. here for like a year. I'm just kidding. Uh, myself in five years. In five years, I'm going to be 28. Wow. That's it. Wow, I'm gonna be 28. Um, some people who are like 30 have given me a lot of like advice not advice but like they tell me that when like when I'm their age that like you're still not gonna know what you're doing obviously like you're just never not gonna know you're just you're never gonna know you just have to be comfortable with that my brother says that well I made a joke that like I'm just guessing yeah. And he goes, we're all guessing. And it's like, oh, great. We're just <laughs> guessing forever. And, like, even people who are in their 50s will tell you the same thing. Like, they don't know. They just take things as they come. But where I see myself in five years is hopefully doing something that I like. Like, I hope, like, I'm making money doing something that I like. In five years, I hope that I've developed the skills to do that like i was i was telling people that um like one day i i want to have like my own version of headgum just like a podcast network where like we'll have our own show but we also like have other people's shows and we'll have sponsors and stuff like that i would love to do that and i would love to be a video producer of some sort like i don't know if it'll be relevant in five years but i hope it is like kind of BuzzFeed vibes. I know people hate on BuzzFeed and their videos, but like, obviously, it's not going to appeal to everyone. It happens to appeal to me. Stuff like, um, I don't know if you saw Ashley Perez's new video where she learned to, how to dance in 30 days. I love stuff I saw, like that. I don't really play them anymore. I used to play them. Like, I, I don't usually them. watch those kind of videos. I usually watch like the, like, worth it and like, um... What's the scary one? There's a scary one. Oh yeah. What's uh what's it called? I cannot remember. And, yeah. like, and they inve- they investigate like mysteries. Yeah. Like, murder mysteries. So I, I usually watch their series, but I never really watch their one-off videos. Um, and it was so good because <clears throat> she looked so bad in the beginning, like she looked awkward, and then by the end of it, it was crazy to see her transformation. But anyways, I want to be a video producer. I want to have a podcast network. Um, yeah, that's where I want to be in five years. That's where I see myself going. You see yourself on the path. Yeah, expanding on what we're doing now, basically. Uh, Okay, last question. I think this is my fifth one. Um, Like, what does success... Like, how do you know... How do I measure How do you know you're successful? I don't think I'll ever think I'm successful. (laughs) Never? Um... I think when I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've been thinking about this a lot too. And I think, I think I have this theory that like my idea of success will continue, will just keep changing. Mm-hmm. Like it'll, it'll just keep being something different. Like right now, my idea of success is being able to support myself, like doing something I love. Yeah. And then who knows in five, several years, if, I, if that ever happens, then obviously I'll have a different idea of success of like, yeah. You know what I mean? But also, yeah, just doing something that makes you happy, I guess. Or doing something 
like obviously like no matter what we choose to do it's not going to be like we're not going to be like shitting rainbows every second of the day (laughs) but we'll be like we'll enjoy it so much we won't care yeah kind of thing. i just want to enjoy my life yeah i want to <laughs> enjoy what i'm doing but mm-hmm. yeah whatever it is but it's 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 comforting to me because like uh i've listened to podcasts with like women that are not too too much older than us but they share their struggle about of of when they're they were like 24 like i'm not 24 yet but it's comforting to know that when i'm 24 like i don't have to be this like CEO of a company, I don't have to have it have everything when I'm 24. Like, yeah, that's what I've been thinking about yeah. a lot. Your success will come when it comes. Your journey is different from another person's journey. That's like my like 2017 lesson type thing. Mm-hmm. It's just like stop being so hard on myself and stop comparing yourself. To and other stop comparing people. myself, which is hard. Honestly, I blame social media for it, but I'm trying to just like except yeah like i said before like except where i am like i spend a lot like i waste a lot not even spend i waste a lot of time like wishing i was at a different point in my life wishing i was doing this like being mad i'm not doing that being jealous of that person for doing that when it's just like this is just where i am right now mm-hmm. and like you just have to like figure it out and just keep going and just do the work kind of thing uh-huh. i'm very yeah that's my like my takeaway, my 2017 takeaway. Okay, so I, I'm going to try to ask you five questions now. I, I didn't prepare five questions, but I think I can um, yeah. think of Or some. anything in your head that I've never explained before. Yeah. Okay, so you know when you were switching universities? Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you tell yourself in that period when you were doing that? Like, did you have any things, like any doubts or any worries when during that transition? Mm, I had doubts because I was going to a school where there'd be no, people would be younger than me, like your age. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm not going to want to talk to anyone. I kind of went in there being like, I'm not going to talk to anyone. I'm just going to go and get in, get out. Um, Any doubts? It's really weird. I didn't, I don't think I had any, any doubts yet. I was just like, I'm going to study media and journalism. And that, like, my thoughts ended there. Like, I didn't have any doubts of, like, what would happen after school or where it would take me. I was just really confident that I would learn. It would put me in a, in a better position. I didn't know what position I wanted to be in, but I just knew it would put me in a better position. I was, yeah, I was more hopeful than anything than scared or anything. But, yeah, it was scary because when I was at, when I was going to York for communications it was scary it was more scary being at York for communications because that program was just so general mm-hmm. and my first year was just all like you had to take our your what are they called like gen eds or gen or general oh. classes and like like kind of like electives essentially kind of like electives yeah and like I was just learning like a, a bit of everything and my even my classes that pertain to my major were even even like general as well and I was just like like, this is not what I want to be learning. It was just like, it was just, I don't know, I hated it. So that was more scary because I was just like, I have to turn whatever this whatever this bachelor is going to be, I have to turn it into something that I could like use for the future. Use for the future. And it was like, that seemed like it was more work than right now when I, when I graduated from, which is very specific and narrowed down to exactly what I wanted to learn. So yeah, that scared me more than anything. Okay. 
Uh, I've always been curious about this because I'm the oldest child. Um, did your parents pressure you to in, into anything being the youngest child or did they let you just be free? And when you answer that question, I also want to know, like, if they did give you more freedom, like how, I don't know, like, how, did you guide your, did you, did you find yourself guiding yourself more or did you like look up to like your siblings? Um... They never, so they never pressured me to do anything, which I thought about this recently, and I was like, I don't know. They just like, did like, you guys care? <laughs> right? Did you guys even care? <laughs> no, I did. <laughs> Actually, no, they, they literally were like, since day one of my life, they've always been like the most supportive. Like anything I ever wanted to like try, they would, they were down to like, let me try it. Like I was in gymnastics when I was little. Don't even know how I ended up in it, but I was in it and I liked it. I was in it for a bit and we moved, I had to stop. Like I wanted like a BMX bike. They went out and bought me a BMX bike. Like Whoa, my, mo- my mom took me to buy a BMX bike. Like I wanted a skateboard. I refereed. My dad took me to the mall to go buy a skateboard. He said, sure. Like I spent all the money that I got from refereeing on a skateboard. Like they just look whatever like I wanted like to do. They were just always down. So there's never a point when I've ever been scared to be like, this is what I want to do. Um, how did I like guide myself? Honestly, I don't know. It was, I guess having two siblings, you kind of like, it's not that I looked up to them, but like in my eyes, they were like on a path to figuring their lives out. So it just always reminded that I had to, I had to at least try to figure it out. Like it wasn't so much like I have to be perfect and I have to like become a doctor, but it was like, oh, they're at least trying to like, do something to do something. Like I have to be trying to do something. So that, that's kind of how it translated to me. So yeah, they're all, they're always like do whatever you want. But I think they just wanted me to always be like moving forward. Like they wanted me to go to school to like get like just like as long as I'm doing something I feel like they're just like whatever mm-hmm. about it but yeah no they've always been the most supportive so yeah oh hey that's cool I feel like <clears throat> it was something that was unspoken but you just knew yeah like they're not it thing is in the, it's not like they're like I don't know how to explain it it's not like they're super super I don't know. I've never f- heard them say they're super hyped that I'm in journalism at all. I think they just want me to, to, to figure, just to just like be able to stand on your own. Two yeah, feet, exactly. To eventually, to eventually be be independent. independent. Um, I mean, it's not like they're like rushing me or anything. But yeah, it was just weird because my sister, who's the oldest, like. It took it took both my siblings a while to figure out what they want to do with their lives. They both had their like. But your brother is really young, and I feel like he's one of the people who has it together. He figured he yeah mm-hmm. he he like hit he like hit a road bump and then he was just like bam 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 yeah everything just like happened one after the other. But he's very much it's like like job, a, career, kids yeah wife. He's, he's all I feel like he's been a really big influence on me as well because he's very focused. He's always been very focused and been able to, like, balance his friends and, like, a social life. But he's, like, really, really smart. And he, was like, would always get good grades and stuff like that. Not that I would ever be smart as him. But he was always just very, like, dedicated to what he's doing. But I was, wasn't going to say that. Oh, yeah. So when I was ready to go to school, my, okay, my sister went to college or whatever. And I think she, like, she dropped out. Well, she did drop out. I'm not sure how what order it happened in. She, like, went to school. And I think she dropped out. I think she went back. And then she think she dropped out again. Something like that. Anyways, my parents paid for her to go to school, and then my brother went to school, 
I don't think he got much help either. And then by the time I came to school, by the time I was going to school, there was nothing for me. Oh, uh, because... I was, this, okay. this is something that I've, like, never let go, but it's fine. I'm old now. It's fine. But it was just, like, my sister, like, didn't even know what she wanted to do. She didn't even finish. I was like, you guys could save that money, and you guys could help me. Like Or, like, they... I guess... Because when you're the first, maybe, like, they... They already had that plan to do that for her. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is yeah, which is fair. Obviously, it makes sense, and like you don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, but it just kind of sucked because like, does they have two other kids? And I always knew what I wanted to do. So because I had a better idea, I was just like, I was, I just like set myself up better for like post secondary life. Yeah, like she could have she she did figure it out. She did. So it's kind of just like uh like I could help I could have the help, but that's the only thing where I was like at the time like when I'm like when I'm young and like I think I think that I'm gonna get help from my parents because they helped my other siblings out and it was just like oh cool I guess not so that's but only- you know what your struggle is why you're here so it's- maybe this is a, this things happen for a reason yeah I'm, I'm, like, yeah I definitely like don't care now it was just like yeah it's just- like I wish that was yeah because yeah. like I don't know. I think about it all the time, too. I just tried so hard to, like, put the pieces together. Like, I went to, like, I went to night school. I took your off, and I went to night school. I took English twice in my last year because I was garbage at English, even though I'm a writer now, which is dumb, but... And, like, yeah, I went to York, and I tried... Like, I just, like, tried really hard to, like, figure it out, and then I just didn't get that. But also nobody helped them. That's true. <laughs> so I think I, that's what I try to remember too. Like nobody gave my parents money to come to Canada and start a life here. Yeah. Like, so no one's gonna give me money to go to school. I get it. Fine. Yeah. Whatever. Um, okay. My next question is: is uh, is there anything that um, you would change about like yourself? Oh, me, uh, who I am as a person, physically or in, inside my Anything brain? Anything you want. Maybe you can choose both if you want. <laughs> physically? Would I change physically? Um, I'd want clear skin. Your, That's what I want. Your skin's pretty clear, though. It's fine, but, like, because because I'm black, like, I scar so easily. Mm. So, like, the hyperpigmentation is just, like, I can just live my life and I'll just get spots. It's just really annoying. That's one thing. And about my personality, um, I'm like I'm thinking long, like I'm perfect. I'm not, but I'm, <laughs> um, maybe I'm trying to think. Like the first thing that came to mind was having more patience. Just like I'm trying to think, the last time I lost my patience, um, but I really can't remember. But have more patience, just in general, like in life with people. Because I can get annoyed very easily. You know this. So I think just having, literally having more patience and not losing my patience so fast. Not that I, like, have blow-ups from, like, flipping tables, like, right off the bat. But I just mean, like, it might, like, I get myself worked up because I'm just, like, not patient at all. I've never been patient. I'm very, like, I want things now. So... Just being more patient is something I wish I could change, which is something I definitely could change. But yeah, that's something I want to change. Okay. So we talk about, I guess this quite a bit. Um, but if you 
like for me like do you do you want to be a writer or do you want to are you only working so you can be a writer in the future or are you gonna just get a full-time job doing whatever and then write on the side or you're literally asking a question that i like i ask myself this every single day like (laughs) there's i don't think there's a day that's gone by where i haven't asked myself this it's funny because like a month a month or two ago i was saying like I don't even know if I want to write anymore. This is before I my remember. last piece. I was like, I don't even know if I want to write anymore. Like, this is so, I was just being, being a little bitch. I was like, this is so hard. And it like, it's fine that it's hard, but it was like, I don't know if I want to keep pushing through this. It's like, either I want to suck it up and get through with this hard part, or I just give up and drop it all together. And like, I didn't even make, a, make an outright decision. I just like, one day I was just like, oh, I want to keep pitching. And I just kept pitching and then the, like the, I just kept doing it. I was like, oh, so then lately I've just been like, okay, like I guess this is something that I still want to do. If I want to do it, like it would be really, really cool. Like if you asked me like if I could wake up tomorrow and be a writer full time, yeah. I would like say in yeah. a perfect world. In a perfect world, yeah. I'd be, I would wake up and be a writer and yeah, that would be ideal. I've been, I've been exploring the idea of figuring out new paths, other paths to take that could take me down an avenue of like the field that my company is in or that my, yeah, that my company is in. So I can potentially advance in that way or in a company that does what they do, just like down the avenue. As a backup. As a backup, but I've, I've never wanted a backup plan. So I don't, like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't like having backup plans. I but just in want, the real world, I just it's want, like smart to have one, I guess. Like yeah. I don't even know. I'm just making that up. Yeah, like I just want, I just want what I want, <laughs> kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So part of me is like, oh, am I, am I doing this to like it? But realistically, though, my I've been talking to people in my company and like the whole writing thing and the whole marketing thing is something that I could potentially... Like copywriting? Yeah, I could, I could potentially apply that to my job anyway. So it's not like it's like, it's one or the other. I could I could figure out a way to make it work for my company, but I'm just saying like, I've been toying with these two, these two complete opposite ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think, like I, I'm also like, I also would like the idea of starting my own business um, or starting that idea that I was talking about before. Yeah. So, like, there are so many things I want to do, but I kind of, I really like the idea of working for myself. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's fine for now, because obviously I'm, like, learning a lot, but, yeah, I think I would rather write. I don't know. I feel like if I was in a different position with my writing, like, if I was, like, getting, like, more confident in like what I'm doing and I was like writing all the time like getting published all the time on a regular basis like people are coming to you yeah if I was just like killing it then I'd be like yeah for sure like one day I'm quitting I'm gonna do but like right now because I still feel like a little baby with it um even though I've been doing it for forever um but yeah have you have you seen um girls trip yeah I have Okay, sorry if this is spoiling it for people who haven't seen it. I watched it on the plane to LA, but my fear is becoming like Queen Latifah and like writing or do like doing being in the field but doing content that I don't want to do. You know how yeah. she does like gossip and stuff like that. That's the thing. That's why I that's why I love freelancing 
And I would only I would only write take a full time staff writing job if it was for a publication that I really believed in or like respected mm-hmm. or I was writing about a topic that I really like. Like yeah. I like I would never take a full time like I'd rather just not write. You know what I mean? That's yeah. why, like, or stay at your regular full time and write what you want to write. Yeah, when you and when you freelance, you get to literally pitch your own idea. Yeah. So it's pretty sick in that way. But yeah, I know exactly yeah. what you mean. It I don't was wanna... so scary because like she had to pay the bills, but she was doing like crap that she didn't want to do. Yeah, that's the scary part about being a creative. Period. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like I was even listening to listing but I, I randomly scrolled on my Instagram feed and it was of Gary V when do I not mention Gary V like I'm actually not on his ass like as much as I sound like I am but he was talking in a video he's like, on our ass <laughs> right on my freaking feed but he was some kid was like oh like I don't know if I should if I should like do what my dad wants me to do or like some white people problem like play lacrosse something like that and he was just like but but his his, his thing was like he's like I'm gonna tell you right now you can get a job like, like, do what you want to do, because I promise you will get a job eventually. Like, if you want to go back and work, you can go get a job somehow. So he's kind of he's kind of just saying, like, just go for it and, like, figure it out. And then if it doesn't work, you get a job. So my mind is kind of just like the whole Queen Latifah thing. It's like if you're not making work that you like, then you start you start you, like you start back over again. I just don't Even think, if it means moving back with your parents, I guess. Yeah, which is a lot of people have done. Mm-hmm. A, lot of people, a lot of creatives that I admire have done that in, in their life and moved out again, whatever. I just mean, like, I would never compromise my integrity. And what you want. Just for the sake of a like job safety, title. Safety just for net. Safety net or just for the sake of being like, oh, I like, I'm a, like, I'm a writer, but I like write for something, write for something trash that I would never share. Like you're not even proud of it. I'm not even proud of it. Exactly. I would never. So would no never, one would even know you're a writer. <laughs> I would never even do that. So yeah. that's just my feeling on it. Every mm-hmm. teach their own. I'm just saying mm-hmm. I'd rather just go back to the drawing board than make stuff that's garbage. Okay. This is my last question now. Oh, you have another one? Yeah. That's my fifth question. Oh, okay. My fifth and final. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a life mantra? Because a lot of people do. Mm, it changes all the time. What's your current one? My current one is do do the work. Do the work? Yeah. That's a good one. I don't know. Where did I get it from? I might have gotten it from Cheska Lee. I was listening to a podcast recently and she was on it. Uh, it wasn't new. It was older. But um, she, said, I was just, she had another really good line in it. I can't remember. Anyways. Yeah. Just do the work do the work yeah like that's i feel like <laughs> i feel like that's what that's kind of like our podcast like it's like a, a place where we like we complain sometimes we don't complain we tell we tell each other like like we're there for each other but it's also just like like the shut up nobody cares because it's like just just do the work just do it because no because nobody's gonna i don't know nobody's gonna tell you to do what's right or what's wrong like you you're the only person that can push you yourself yeah, like, we didn't grow up in the royal family, so we just have to do it. Just do the work. The queen isn't telling me how to walk or sit or or anything, so... I didn't come from money, so it's got to do the work. That's a good one. I like that one. What's okay. yours right now? My life much... I had one. I actually had one that, that I can't remember. I actually can't remember. Um, My life mantra might be something like random that my dad has said to me before. Probably like, um, probably the ice cream thing. Like that's a weird one to have, but 
I've like in my mind, I I've always never wanted to miss out because of something that was preventable by me. If that makes sense. Yeah. Whether it be saving that five dollars I was gonna use on something stupid when I could use it for I don't know something useful or opportunities or opportunities but other than that I don't actually think I have I have a saying in mind I thought I did but I can't remember right now maybe I'll maybe I'll say if I (laughs) if I remember I was watching this I don't even know what it was it was video recently and then the chick in it said that someone that she worked with told her this I'm probably gonna butcher it but she basically was like um she's like it was, it was like a donut metaphor, and it was like, don't focus on the hole, focus on the donut. For, or for, it wasn't like that exactly, but it was basically like, don't focus on what's not there. It was kind of like, focus on what you have, wow. and like the good. Nobody and, ever focuses on the hole. <laughs> right? So that's, that makes sense. Right? Exactly. <laughs> like, you're not staring at it, and you're like, why is it missing a piece? No, you're like, you're I happy. have a donut. Yeah, you're happy. <laughs> and what, so it's kind of just like, be thankful, and like, be thankful, mm-hmm. and like, acknowledge what you do have. And, work, and just work for what you don't. Yeah. But, like, don't let, don't let staring at that hole be what stops you kind of thing. Yeah, that's you a good I mean? one. It was a good one. I was like, wow, oh. that, that actually is a really good one. That's a great one. And I think that's, like, I don't know, the whole, like, being, like, grateful or, like, just being proud of yourself kind of thing is, like, really hard. Not hard. It's hard for me. Even... I was talking to the, I I was talking to the tech writer on the phone. This writer that I reached out to, I literally DM'd her on Twitter, and I was like, I want to ask you questions about what you're doing and stuff like that. And I kind of picked her brain, and we ha- we went back and forth with times like at least five times. And finally, she was like, I'll call you tonight at ten, which is past my bedtime, but it's okay. I stayed up so we could talk. And she was like, Oh, I see you have a portfolio, and you already have like a lot of really good work. And like in my mind, like a portfolio was nothing, <laughs> like. And like I feel like I feel like it's like not even remotely close to what I want it to be, or yeah, or like what I'm hoping that it it would it will be in the next few years. So like, I don't even give myself a pat on the back for what I have done at all. Like it's so weird. So like, I'm really trying to not need other people's other people to tell me that you don't like, need that verification. I guess that what's it called validation. That validation from other people. Yeah, like, like, like all you need is your own, like, I feel like some people that are, like, so good at their craft, they just know when it's good, and they're yeah. like, yeah, people are gonna love this. Like, Gabby Dunn, <laughs> like, you know, Gabby Dunn and, what's her comedy partner? I forget, the girl with the brown hair. Yeah, I know who you're talking about, I forget. You know, they have, they have YouTube Allison? Channel. Allison, yeah. Allison and, Raskin. Yeah, and Gabby will be like, how they'll go into meetings, and Gabby is like, her head is so, is too big for the room. She is like, we are the greatest comedy duo that ever existed. And she says this, like, I'm gonna make this up. She says, she's like, I go in there, and sometimes Allison tells me, to, like, I need to relax, because she's like, we are the greatest, you know, you wanna work with us, because we're so good at what we do, and blah, blah, blah. And it's just <laughs> like, I've, I never, I've never had that attitude. Before. That confidence? Yeah. Like, well, I really I, respect yeah. it. I really respect it. I want to have that. Yeah, me too. Fake it till you make it, man. 
I know it's it literally is because we we as we've talked about this girl before someone we both know that um makes stuff makes content makes content and that she's not we, even we, that we never make that I would never watch it even if like you paid me but she walks into a room and she turns it on and she's yeah. like guys watch this and she'll sit there and watch it with you and laugh at herself yeah and it's like Okay, maybe I don't want to be that level, but I want to be like, hey, watch, check out my video. Like, it's cool. Um, you're going to like it or whatever. I don't even do that. Yeah, I just want to, like, just be proud of what I've done. Because I feel like thinking so negatively really does hold you back. Yeah. It's not it does. Like, like, the piece that I wrote recently, like, the minute I stopped being, I stopped just, like, just t- talking caring. myself. Yeah, caring or talking myself out of it. Like, it just, like, happened all of a sudden. Like, I just did it. Mm-hmm. And it's, like... This might be applicable here, but I was watching um, the Gabby Show's vlog, and she was trying to sing something, and she was, like, over-singing. So the guy was, like, here's advice that I got from someone else when I, when I was recording my song. It sounds better when you're not trying. Like, yeah. Like, try not to give a fuck. And yeah. then she did it, and it was it was way better. Yeah, thinking, <laughs> overthinking, like, really does ruin everything. So that's my whole, that's what I'm going to try and do in 2018. Underthink. <laughs> Underthink. <laughs> Underthink, and what's the other thing I said I'm going to do? Just, be Just more do confident. the work. Just do the work and be more confident. <laughs> and shut up, nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. I guess this is episode 10. You made it, double digits. You got to know us a little bit better. If there's anything else you want to know, we're happy to share. Um, send us a message on our website. <laughs> yeah, do that. Or we actually, me. we will get it. <laughs> yeah, we will get it. Okay. We're not that famous yet. Yet. Okay, bye. <laughs>